This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Right now, we bring to you the man that I'm not kidding. We have been requesting all week. Actually, it is like two years now. Da- that's true. It is Dane Dunning. Afternoon, sir, or I guess good morning, depending yeah, yeah. on your time zone. Well, thank you for having me. Appreciate it, guys. We were talking scouting combine there, football. Are you, like, having Florida football conversations with Wyatt Lankford? Or are you having, like, those... Uh, not really. So I'm kind of out of the loop now of, you know, anything Florida. Um, I mean, for the most part, all my time and focus goes to my family my wife and kids. And then if I have any spare time, obviously I go for golf or, um, just probably not even paying attention to anything. Just trying to shut my brain off. How good are you at golf? Um, I've gotten better over the years. Uh, I've gotten better. I've, uh, I joined up at a course back home in Charlotte now and, um, got my handicap kind of decently low i'm sitting about like a 7.6 okay uh so still got still got some room to work with but uh i needed to go higher that way i can get more strokes against nate could you send a message back to somebody from our morning show who insists this person his name is bobby (laughs) has never played golf in his life he insists he could pick up a set of clubs, go out on the course, and shoot in the 80s the very first time. And you can say, Bobby, you're a dumbass if you want yeah. to. That's perfectly okay. Uh, Bobby, um, <laughs> I would have to say that's probably not the smartest idea, um, <laughs> considering I've known plenty of people who are the most athletic people in the world that you know, they, they can't even get off the tee box. Uh, golf is a very technical sport, um, very uh, course management type sport. It, and it's, it's a lot harder than you think, and a lot of people who go out for the first time end up having that realize, realization real quick. Uh, the, everybody we've talked to, by the way, so far, they mention you in golf. You and Nathaniel Lowe, mm-hmm. they're always like, golf. Yeah, probably golf with those. They always bring that up. So. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I try to get out as much as I can. My wife does a great job of letting me go. We had a little deal this, this off season where I was able to go play as much golf as I wanted, as long as she was able to go play as much pickleball as, she's wanted, oh, as she wanted. So yeah. we had that deal. trade-off, and I think I played way more golf than she played pickleball, but um, no, she's absolutely amazing for letting me do that. Would it ever be an incentive-based system based on the season? So, like, for every day your ERA remains below 3.5, <laughs> you have – kind of free reign to or whatever your particular well, goal that'll be, that'll be the entire season i mean mm-hmm. hopefully there you go yeah. i was trying to set a reasonable expectation yeah. if you want to drop to three flat i'm here yeah. for it. oh yeah mike and i mike is a former pitcher uh and i always try to tap into his brain a little bit about conversations that are happening on the field with you guys and last year there was a moment where i was watching jonah heim and he was he kept doing this while you were on yep. the mound yep. And we kind of, I think we figured out that he was telling you to step further to him and that would give you more length. And 
I was just kind of curious if you can yeah, kind of help no, us Yeah, no, it's that. just, it's more of a, um, like, hey, keep your direction in line. Um, so, like, when he's doing that, it's like, all right, work towards me. Like, keep my direction in line towards him because every once in a while I'll get in a bad habit of kind of just spinning off, you know, spraying stuff a little arm side or yanking stuff, you know, right to left. Um, and so it's just more of, more of like, hey, stay through me. Like, stay through your target, finish the pitches. That's all it is. That's great. I, well, that's the stuff that I think – I love to talk about with Mike, obviously, and then hear from you is yep. those kinds of things. And then that trust with the, with the catcher as a pitcher, that oh, relationship's yeah. got to be insane. Yeah. I mean, they, I mean, Jonah goes out there and catches, I mean, I think he caught 90% of my starts last year. So we get real comfortable of, you know, pitch sequencing, uh, certain things like that where, you know, he can like, as soon as I'm a little off or, you know, he, he senses it immediately. Like, Hey, like, listen, like, like I'm seeing this, like, Hey, we need to get, on top of this, right? We need to get this pitch working. We need to do this. And, like, just having them or, you know, like just that catcher-pitcher relationship, like, it's it goes a long ways because then, you know, up on the mound, there's so many things that we're thinking of, you know, the right position to be in, what's the next pitch I should throw. And so when you start getting on that same page where it's like, you know, hey, like, I just threw a sinker down away here. I want to go slider off that. And instead of having a shake to it, like, he's on the same page, boom, slider. Like, sinker down away, boom, slider. Like, it, it the flow of the game starts going so much better and you start getting a more of a comfortable groove. And so the more you work with the catcher, you learn from each other, like everything cleans up. It sounds like Jonah Heim does a lot of really good work. Were you surprised when Major League Baseball forgot he played catcher and they did not list him in their top 10 <laughs> uh, MLB That catchers? Honestly, that did surprise me, especially after him winning a gold glove, all-star. Um, World Series. Uh, yeah, World Series. Like, I mean, everything, like, Jonah goes in day in, day out, puts in all the work. I mean, he sits there before every game. He's on a computer scouting report for the team. Like, how does it base off who's starting? And then we'll have a whole thing of, like, you know, if this pitcher comes in, I can do this or that. And, like, he, he goes so in-depth with it, and he's so smart behind the plate. It, it did surprise me a lot. You know, to start your career with the Texas Rangers, I know you pitched a little bit for the White Sox, mm -hmm. but – you'd have an issue in the first inning and you don't have that issue anymore. Like you're able to start that game and, and get a zero on the board now, pretty consistent. What was something that you did, whether it was in the bullpen or mentally to, to have your game be a good start when that first inning would, would, would go. Um, the biggest thing was Mike Maddox helped me out a ton. And I think me coming out of the bullpen last year to start the season off helped me significantly. Um, you know, as a starter, you kind of, you know, just in the back of your head, you don't do it on purpose, but, you know, you try to pace yourself for the, all those innings, right? You try to work, you know, you try to fill yourself out. But when I was coming out of the bullpen, there's no pacing yourself or anything like that. It's go time. And so I was able to kind of take that mentality into my starts, and it helped me significantly just right from the get-go, like, hey, here's pitch one, like, hit it, go for it. Like, and it's just never wavering off that. I mean, it's just, it's that bulldog mentality of, you know, hey, here's my here's my craft. Like, here's my stuff. Like, good luck. And now you are back into the rotation to start the 2024 season off. Are you still in the mentality that I need to have a reliever's mentality at times because it helps so much? Oh, definitely. Um, I mean, people like you. You said that I, you know, I'm slotted in for the, but there's there's no guarantees. I mean, we come through spring. We have so many talented, like so many talented pitchers in big league camp that are extremely good and will most likely be in the big leagues with us or another team. And, and so like every day when I'm in spring, like I've had a couple conversations about that and it's like, look, I don't feel like I have my spot guaranteed. I feel like I have to go out there and I need to grind and be able to work and 
be able to perfect my craft to earn that spot. Um, you know, hopefully four or five years down the road, um, I can finally say that. But for right now, it's, I mean, it's, it's, I'm grinding every day just like everyone else. I don't know what you want to say or can say about this, but the rumblings are perhaps a variation on a splitter that we're adding to the repertoire. Do we, are we free to discuss such things? Yeah, yeah, I kind of let the cat out of the bag today about that. But um, StatCast popped up finally with the splitter. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's more towards like Senga's Ghost Fork. Um, okay. So I'm throwing more of like a fork ball. So it's, uh, you know, a low spin splitter that um, creates a lot of depth. So like yesterday, the one I threw was, um, if people know any of the analytics behind pitches, it was negative three invert and four horizontal. So the ball just goes straight down. I started a little, I started a little too high considering my last one went 47 feet. Um, <laughs> okay. Probably bounced yeah. two times to the plate. <laughs> So I was like, all right, I'm going to get this one in the strike zone and record. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Out with it, so I was happy about that. I'm sure you're getting feedback from your catcher on that. Are you asking hitters when you've thrown that in some sort of inner squad or batting practice? I don't, batting practice might not be a good term for it anymore, but when you're throwing live, mm -hmm. do you ask the hitters uh, that you feel like that are going to give you general, like, good feedback? Hey, what did you see from this pitch? When did you see it out of my hand? When did you recognize that it was a more of a fork ball than yeah. a fastball? Yeah, yeah. Um, I did that right from the get-go, right, my first live. And I would ask my catchers, too, how, like, how's the action? How's the shape? What do they see? Um, but my first live was the first time that, you know, I threw it to an actual hitter. So getting their feedback was great. I was able to do it to uh, Evan Carter, Leodi, and uh, Langford. And they, they said that I had – real late action um they could see it kind of knuckling a little bit just because it's such a low spin but um they don't pick it up until later um according to them but i mean it was it, this whole this whole pitch actually kind of started during the world series when i was playing catch i like to tinker with all my pitches and when i play catch you know i always mess around with certain things and you know i gripped i gripped this pitch and i started throwing it and it was actually really good and so i was kind of like all right well you know, maybe this offseason I'll kind of play with it and see where it goes. And so after the offseason, after we, you know, after we won and everything, and I was able to sit down and kind of like break down, you know, this past year, I try to do that 
for a couple of days during the off season to break down, and then what do I need to work on? One of my uh, one of my weakest pitches was my changeup, which used to be one of my bread and butters, and, and um, just the velocity of my changeup got so high that it was essentially becoming ineffective at times. Where I'm throwing a you know 91 mile an hour sinker, and then I throw an 88 mile an hour changeup, the separation isn't big enough. So I wanted to to work on something new to be able to create that difference and so i started throwing that pitch in the off season and it actually turned out to be pretty good is it irritating you that jared's standing over your shoulder like yeah, that? I, was kind of say something okay. I love that guy he's the best <laughs> he is he's fantastic yeah. that dude puts in great work the uh we, we had a conversation about what randy johnson said recently about pitchers not getting to learn how good they can be by not going deeper getting out of jams yep. and having those moments you had a couple of moments last year. You had some you know, some really big games where you got to go a little further, and you got – I don't know if it's the trust from Boach or what, but they were like, no, just let's let's see him go do yeah. his thing. What's that feeling like? It's it's great. Um, I know – I mean, speaking from all pitchers' perspectives and, like, be, like, now being on both sides of things where, you know, I was coming out of the pen and then, like, you know, have to come in with traffic and trying to work out of it, like, you know, it – being on the starter side, like obviously you want to finish your inning, right? And you you come out of a game, let's say like you know your teammates, like unfortunately your runs get cashed in, like it's it's a crappy feeling because you're out there sitting there thinking like you know you know I could have either I could have gave it up or I could have got out of it. But the thing is, is that you know it's a team game. So when the coach pulls you, like your job's done. Like you could have got him out, like and then plain and simple. So I try to take that mentality when I go through. Um, but now being on the opposite side of things, it's I was more frustrated when I gave up a teammate's run than when I gave up my own. Mm-hmm. It was like it's it's just that feeling where it's like, you know, that starter comes out, he's he's worked you know, he's worked his butt off to get to where he was at and then, you know, gets in a little bit of trouble, you come in and it's like like when you don't, you know, shut the door immediately and you don't, you know, like you end up giving up those runs, like it's an awful feeling. Like you just feel bad. Like I feel bad for my teammate. I feel like I need to get them something or something like that, like a bottle of whiskey. Like, hey, sorry. <laughs> but, uh, but no, I mean, like, and that's, I mean, that's the beauty of baseball, though. It's a team sport, right? You know, you're you're relying on every single person, top to bottom. You're relying on every pitcher, every starter, everything. And so, um, I mean, everyone derives from the best. But you know, no no pitcher is thrown a zero a zero ERA, right? I mean, Bob Gitson has the lowest yeah. ERA, like a one one two or one two or something like that. Like even he gave up runs. Like it's gonna happen. But back to your question, where Boach was like just having Boach, you know, kind of having that old school mentality of like, hey, let him out there, let him, like, let him work out of that. Like, I think you you learn a lot from yourself of like figuring out how to get out of jams, figuring out, hey, like they're letting me do this, let me grind, and it just gives you that confidence. And so going going through that outing where. You know, you do get out of that jam like, oh, you feel great. Is there ever a negotiation on the mound anymore <laughs> about whether you can stay in the game? Because obviously the game's evolved. It feels like you used to be like, no, 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 I got another batter. Yeah, it no. feels like that has disappeared. No, yeah, it, it definitely has, uh, especially now, like, the pace of the game so much quicker that you can't really do that. Like, Boach, as soon as he takes a step out, he's usually pointing. And then yeah. it's like, you can't be like, no, because – bullpen guys coming in and stuff like that maybe if i'm scherzer with 15 years of service time it might be a <laughs> might be a little bit but but for the most part no it's it's right from the get-go you're you're out of there i think about when you got traded for lance lynn and you came over here and the team that you were with and now the team that you're on you can go to max scherzer you can go to jacob Degrom, mm-hmm. you can go to nate avaldi <laughs> 
you have Mike Maddox as your pitching coach. Yep. I mean, you have a lot of resources to ask questions to. Who oh, are, definitely, yeah. Wh- who is maybe give an example of something that a teammate has said to you that's really helped you out in the last year? Well, Eovaldi is probably the biggest when it comes to that. I mean, he's – I mean, today, for example, I threw yesterday. I didn't have a great outing yesterday. Um, you know, just felt sluggish. You know, it wasn't my best. I mean, Eovaldi was – in the video room before me watching my outing and I'm sitting there. I'm like, he, he's just, he like, that's the type of teammate he is. He's going to go out there and he's going to watch it. And then he's gonna be like, Hey, listen, this is what I saw. And I think you could benefit from this. And that's where it goes a long ways of, you know, that's where, you know, last year's team was so great is that everyone top to bottom was doing that. Everyone helped out each other. Everyone pulled from the same side of the rope and it made this, the season a lot of fun because it wasn't, it wasn't just about me, like, even though, like, I'm the one pitching, it was the whole team. Um, yeah, so, like, Eovaldi was fantastic with that. I know, and then speaking on how you said you had the first, you know, the first, you know, season I was with, like, we weren't a great team and stuff like that, but I learned some of my biggest my biggest moments from there just watching, like, Kyle Gibson or watching, you know, um, watching Jordan pitch. Like, it was, like, like you learn so much from those losing seasons and you learn how much you hate to lose, but you also learn things that, you know, for me, you know, if I came up on a team that was constantly winning and I pitched like the way I did those first two years, you know, I might not have been up there. So you learn a lot about yourself. You learn what you need to change. You need to learn your routines and stuff like that. And uh, Kyle Gibson was a huge help to me in that first year of, Hey, like, you know, you need to plan ahead. You need to do your homework. You need to do this. And like, get a set routine down and then go from there. And so, you know, a lot, a lot of it is just every season it's, you know, you're, you know, I've been in baseball since I was a kid and every season I'm learning something new. Uh, one more. Do we, do we have somebody standing outside that we need? They're telling you to wrap it up. Oh, okay. All right. Last one here. We talked a lot of pitching. You, you're, do you want to pitch against your guys, or are you like, man, good luck to all the pitchers that have to deal with that lineup? Uh, no, I mean, definitely a little bit of both, a little bit of both. Um, I mean, it's definitely good luck to everyone who's pitching against our lineup for <laughs> sure. But, no, I mean, like, I like throwing lives against our team just because it, it – I mean, I get to see what a lot of other pitchers, you know, don't get to see and, you know, be able to face people like Corey and Marcus and Nate and – Adolis and stuff like that, like some of the best hitters in baseball. It's, it's, it's really cool. I mean, I'm not, I'm not afraid to throw to anyone, and like I, I'll go out there and I'll throw my 90. I'll throw it inside, and, I'll, <laughs> and we'll see what happens from there. <laughs> well, we appreciate the time. I know you got a boogie. We would love to have you back on any time. Sure, Very man. insightful answers. Really appreciate. It. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Thank Ladies you. and gentlemen, Dane Dunning. Oh yeah, yeah, thank you. Oh, right uh, here yeah. on 105.3 yes, The Fan. Thanks. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.